Interchangeable Podcast. This is the Weekly Grind, and we are here with Evan this week and Justin. Evan, mm-hmm. thanks for coming and finally making an appearance on the podcast. Um, so far, we've done about five, four or five this podcasts. Is the fifth one. And on YouTube, I realized that a lot, a big percentage of our viewers are actually not subscribed to the channel. So if you're enjoying what's going on, um, please give us a like and a subscribe to the channel and also follow us on Instagram and other social medias and wherever you get your podcasts, I guess Spotify and Apple as well. Uh, Justin, how was last week in Trinidad? Or I guess the whole trip overall. Yeah, good. I mean, I didn't train at all before, like I said, so I couldn't expect too much, I think. But I guess the, the silver lining for me is that I had no pain in my wrist and I was able to play. So overall for me, the trip was a positive. Uh, I feel like I could have probably played some better tennis, but yeah, you don't. In some of the matches, not in every match. You played well your first match. For the most part, yeah. I just feel like there's areas in my game where I normally play well that I didn't the whole yeah. trip. But uh, for me, the trip as a whole was great. I mean, where we stayed was unbelievable. The family was great. Um, Shout out to the Marf- Marfi family in um, Trinidad. Uh, took good care of us. Uh, yeah, dad helped us out with the car, so we were very comfortable. Um, and Trinidad was good vibes, so um, yeah, no complaints for me for the whole trip. Yeah. And you, Evan, you were in Savannah last week, right? Did you play all the Florida challenges? No, that was my that was my only one. I just played the Savannah challenge. How was it? Yeah, it was it was nice. I mean, it was at a really nice club, like country club and stuff. And we had housing. They're super nice. Um, I thought I I played decent. I mean, I thought I played the right way for the most part, or more so than I have been in the past couple of weeks. So that was good. Um, and I lost second round of the main draw, but yeah, I thought. It was, Why do you it was think good. the last few weeks you weren't playing? I guess, like what you said, the right way. I think just or just fear during the matches. Is it like a a pressure thing because of like goals that you set for yourself or something? Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, I think the goals, I guess you think about them, but for me, it's just when I get in my own head about my game, it just, I think it kind of just spirals (laughs) 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 downward. So I think, uh, yeah, just making sure my focus is good. uh, I'm focusing on the right stuff. Which it sounds uh, like you did last week. Yeah, I think I I did for the most part last week. Um, It was nice having Chris on the road with me because he makes sure mm-hmm. that uh, your mind isn't wandering yeah. on the court and stuff like that. Is that so. important to you? Like the, especially at the challenges where they have coaching available for, for players like during the match? Yeah. Um, for me, I haven't done it that much so far. I mean, obviously Chris was there last week. Um, I think it definitely helps. It's just in the, at the challenger level, I'm not sure how fair it is still. Because for guys who just got into challenger level, maybe they still can't afford to have a a coach on the road most of the week. So it's still kind of hit or miss. Whereas on the ATP tour, I'm sure everyone, yeah. pretty much everyone has a coach with them. So I think still maybe on the challenger tour, it's a little. But you think it's big value to have the coach like during the match? Like yeah, I think stuff. it's yeah, I think it's a big value, especially I mean. He can talk pr- to you whenever, pretty much when yeah. you're, whenever you're on your side. Like in between games, you can just go over. And chat he, he was while talking you're more tactically or trying to help you out emotionally. Um, for me, it was yeah, just trying to make sure my focus is on the right stuff and t- 
more tactically i think okay i think i did okay emotionally but um here and there as well emotionally too but mm-hmm. uh yeah a lot of, more tactically i think beggy like justin said something to me yesterday like after the first session because we were in trinidad for two weeks and then justin said at the end of practice like am i dumb <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what you mean he said Bro, like, we haven't been with Beggy for two weeks, and after one session with him, I walk away. Like, all he has to do is say a few things, and I feel like I'm playing way better, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So he must add a lot of value on the road. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he definitely does, yeah. yeah. And how was your trip in Trinidad overall, you think? Uh, overall, decent, I think. I mean, I played good all of my match, pretty much every match. Maybe the first match I didn't play that well, but then every other match I played well. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost to two guys who were playing good tennis i guess the guy lost to the second week won the whole tournament i didn't feel like the level was that different um especially the way i started the match i started up a break so i was a little bit disappointed to lose but ultimately but then i just reminded myself that i've let go of all expectations so then i wasn't i wasn't very angry for long but i I had a good trip like you said it was fun like Uh, the housing was huge that we didn't have to pay for housing for the two weeks and lots of meals were covered so we saved money there, and then obviously we're around our friends and family, so that was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's good. How was um? So Evan played college tennis at UCLA, and actually won NCAA doubles and played in the U.S. Open. How was college life for you? I mean, you weren't there for very long, right? Yeah, I was there for two years, so just freshman and sophomore year. I played. And you UCLA. took time in between, didn't you? Uh, yeah. In the I didn't go in the fall, so I, okay. I played like futures and stuff in the fall and I went back for the for the season and how was the u.s open experience yeah i mean it was great and we we lost first round which is unfortunate but the experience itself i mean it's just kind of weird seeing rafa like in the locker room or something as like a fellow player um yeah just just, I, i mean just practicing next to all those guys you just feel like you're doing something special. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a player. Yeah, exactly. It's like you what we talked like about last week with Oscar about the challenges. It's like that's even yeah, the next even, level. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, I mean I think you learn a lot. Um it's just good, I think, just to spend time around those those high ranked players and mm-hmm. see yeah. what they do, see how they practice and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you seen a big difference like playing futures and challenges? Have you seen a big difference in the quality of of the tournaments, like the I guess how it's ran and how like the quality of life for players at these tournaments? Yeah, I think um, I mean challengers it varies as well. Still, like some of the challengers feel like you're playing ATPs, like Monterey we had yeah, mentioned nice. earlier. Monterey was really nice. A ton of people come out and watch. Um, some not so much. Um, but uh, I think it can be dangerous as well. It can be a trap because you feel you feel good at the challengers. Mm-hmm. Like you get hotels, uh, nights of hotel paid for. You get people coming to watch, and it, it's great. And it's great you're moving up. But I feel like it can also be easy. You're like kind of comfortable at the challengers instead mm-hmm. of. I feel like when people at the futures are like, oh, I gotta get to challengers. Gotta mm-hmm. get to challengers. Maybe, yeah. maybe some guys at challengers. Um, it's not so bad here. Yeah, it's, e- yeah. The, it's easy to say that. We're, obviously, everyone wants to get to the ATPs, but it's uh, it can be a trap sometimes, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah. I think you have a pretty... Um, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say unique or special, but like we had a question a few weeks ago, maybe the first or second week, we had a question about taking risks and like from scheduling from Dan. 
and he was asking pretty much our opinions on like w- around what ranking would you be ready to take a risk and try to play at the next level and that would have happened to you at the beginning of last year you played a few 15ks and 25s and as soon as you got the chance to go to the challenges you went and it worked out can you talk us through pretty much the mindset of what was going on then yeah pretty much i had started consistently getting some good results at futures um played a challenger here or there uh but it wasn't consistent and then i had signed up for i don't even know why i signed up for it <laughs> <laughs> it was it, i signed up for kazakhstan um but there's two in a row and i only signed up for the second week i don't know what i was doing <laughs> Uh, maybe my finger slipped while I was on the ATV page or something. That but, happens uh, a lot, bro. You, you <laughs> yeah, mess it yeah. up all the time. It happens. But, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I got my ranking was actually high enough. This was the first time I got directly off in, into a challenger qualifier off the off the first cut. Yeah. So it had pulled me out of the other challengers. Oh, how were you? I want to say around 500, maybe 400 something. Okay. 400 I think I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But um, I think uh, yeah, that was the first time I got in, and I didn't even know that it would pull you out of the other options that you weren't in. Mm-hmm. So I was signed up for maybe two other tournaments somewhere in Europe, two other challengers, um, and I was just expecting just to see which one I would you know get closer mm-hmm. and maybe make a trip if I got in. But it I got in directly second week of Kazakhstan, uh, so it pulled me out of everything. I didn't know what to do. I was I was going to, going to Kazakhstan for one week is kind of tough. The travel time was like twenty four yeah, hours or something crazy, like that. Man. So, and it was by myself too. So I was gonna I was just gonna die. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we ended up deciding because this is the week before to just go sign in as a like on site alternate into qualies, and hopefully one person pulls out, and I should be in if no one higher ranked higher than me. Mm-hmm. Um, signed on site as well and that ended up i went i went there maybe i got there saturday evening played sunday morning didn't get to hit saturday evening 24 hour travel time ended up qualifying the first week winning around in maine um and then second week i qualified and made semis so something that uh was not expected turned out to be a big payout yeah but you felt like you were in a good position, like confidence-wise, and how you were playing. Yeah, to be yeah, able to take I felt like, like um, I felt like I was improving. I mean, as I said, I was starting to get more consistent, um, like good results at the futures. Yeah. So I felt like if there was a chance for me, I'd take it. Um, but the chance was just, uh, yeah, it was a long travel. That's all I remember. I think long travel. Time. What I remember from that week, I think. I was in Tunisia at the time, like similar, maybe Yeah, yeah. I, I was in so, Tunisia, yeah. but on my way to Tunisia, my, so I went from Dallas to Rome, Rome to Tunisia. Mm-hmm. But then when I got to Tunisia, my bag wasn't there. My suitcase wasn't there. And mm-hmm. all I had was my racket bag, <laughs> my racket yes. bag, pair of tennis shoes. Maybe I had my tennis shoes and like running shoes and like two sets of tennis clothes. And my suitcase was just in Rome for six days. So every day I would just train, <laughs> like do laundry in the, in the sink, uh, hang it up and just pray. Hopefully it's dry by the morning. I did what? that for six straight days. Wash your clothes while you're naked. Yeah. <laughs> Take them off, wash, wait for them to dry and then put them back on. <laughs> Craziness. But the panic when I wake up the next day and see like if it rained overnight. Yeah. So it's not, oh my goodness. But it came in 
I think it came in most of the day before main draw started. But mm. like, I so you, you were posting daily updates. Yeah, <laughs> daily updates <laughs> on my Instagram. Yeah, crazy. So it, I'm, I guess that's an important lesson too for tennis players that you should have uh, sets of clothes in yeah, your, your carry-on. Yeah. 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 Bring learn. your rackets with you on the plane too, because if you didn't have your rackets for what yeah, six yeah, days, exactly, then that would be even. Uh, I often days. don't do that. The double whammy. If it's a chance to me to put my bag under, I do it. A lot. <laughs> I do it if it's close. Like if I'm flying American Airlines and it's like one layover, or if I'm going direct, I'll you know. I think I did it to Tunisia. You'd have been done. <laughs> but it, that's twice. Boy. Actually, one time I did it to Peru for Pan Am, mm. and I end up switching rackets because of that. Ah, oh, I give you my racket to yeah. do it. Because you didn't have rackets. <laughs> I flew to Panam and for three days I didn't have my tennis bag. I had my suitcase but no tennis bag and I used Justin's rackets for three days. Then my rackets came the day before first round. I didn't know which racket to use. I didn't know if you use. I think I used my racket. Okay, but I almost used yours. Scratch that then. Maybe it's a good thing. Find find a better racket. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that leads us into the next uh, topic of the conversation for, for you especially because... You've had quite the story with rackets in the last year or so, year and a half. Yeah. What's um? Tell us what happened with the the head rackets like a year ago. Was it a year ago? A year and a half ago? I don't even remember. Yeah, a year maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, wasn't playing well. I was trying to switch rackets. Um, but uh, I was trying to switch to an older racket that I had used before. Couldn't find them anywhere, so went on this random website. Bought them from there. um i was i still i got them and i still wasn't playing great they didn't feel great i was like hmm something's something's (laughs) something's not right something's not adding up (laughs) but um i was in cancun actually i was i was just looking at my rackets oh i had i bought three from the website i had bought one from someone else so the one i got first it felt fine the other three some fell off so uh, I was like, this cannot be a coincidence. I was just staring at my rackets, just like contemplating. <laughs> and then I noticed like slight differences in the rackets. So I don't know if <laughs> if the rackets I got were, were fake or what or what was From going on. From the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was going on with them? And I asked some of my friends at the tournament to like check them out, like hit with them a little bit, see how they feel. And they're like... Everybody I don't agree that they yeah, were I don't know what's going on, but they're different. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Oh, I had uh, the the racket I use now. I had only one in my bag. And then, like, one day before the tournament, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to use this one mm-hmm. uh, for the match. I ended up winning my first match, like, two matches that week. I was like, all right, I'm switching. <laughs> <laughs> Done deals. So now you're yeah. a Wilson dude. But yeah. it wasn't that easy because then you also got the, what is it, the PT57s? Yeah. Before Naples. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had he almost played he with it. He played doubles with it. Yeah. Because of me, actually, we hit, and I was like, need to play with this racket. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, yeah, it's an old racket that some pro players still use. Um, I got it from head, but um, yeah, I was still in between rackets there. Because I know a lot of people use it, and it's a good racket, but I ended up just staying with the the Wilson one that I use now. Were you so. always kind of obsessive with rackets or does it just kind of happen in that little... I feel like this happened like kind of after college because I, I didn't know about any of this stuff really when I was younger. I just, whatever, new racket of mm-hmm. the same model, I just switched to it, like mm-hmm. screw it. But then, um, 
yes, maybe some of the rackets that came out I didn't like as much as the previous one I've been using. So I just did some research, kind of went down the rabbit hole and <laughs> kind of <laughs> lo- lost my mind. <laughs> just a little bit though. But yeah. you've been consistent now with the blade for how long? Yeah, yeah, I've been using it for like a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been good. Yeah. But now the string, the string has been the latest obsession. Mm. Yeah, I mean, trying new strings, trying Luxalon, but it's been good. Breaking a little quick, but I guess we're just gonna have to live with that. Yeah. <laughs> like the combo wins. today with the original, the original. Uh, it was 4G with the uh, yeah, yeah 4G with Alupower Rough, but um, I think I just like the the full Alupower Rough better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're gonna have a show, huh? That's that's what I heard. Yeah, he is. He's out, have a little <laughs> section on the channel for, for rackets. <laughs> What's it going to look like, Evan? <laughs> I got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> no, we start next week. We'll start next week. All right, all right. All right. Next Evan week, just next needs week. a little positive reinforcement yeah, so he'll yeah, get going. Yeah, I need yeah. someone to do it for him. and then <laughs> I need someone to do everything for me. And then, no. and then it's good. No, Ze- Zeke's coming, so Zeke will be the first person to, to experience right, yeah, the, the excited to have Zeke. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, Justin, you want to get into one of our questions? This is a question from Jada. The question was things you wish you knew before getting on tour. Anybody has any things they wish they knew? Evan, what do you wish you know? Maybe just about the the the, the Kazakhstan travel. <laughs> 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 but like in all seriousness, I, I don't know. I mean, it can get lonely on tour sometimes, I guess. If yeah. uh, especially, I mean, we're not always going to play the same tournaments based on surface based on climate based on our rankings and our schedules at the time so um sometimes you just got to go to tournaments by yourself especially if it's far it's like can be a grind that sometimes me when, I, when you were in kazakhstan that trip i was miserable in tunisia like yeah time change by myself didn't have phone service. So and like, it's mm. worse too, like if say you lose early mm. and you have five, six days, especially in places like Tunisia where it's I like... I was supposed to be for three weeks. I people was gone. <laughs> after two weeks? I, no, I was supposed to play, I said three, maybe four weeks. Uh, after the second week, I was like... But a place like that is like... United, like United's playing in London. I'm, I'm going over <laughs> to watch United play. Like there's no practice calls all day. So you can wake up at like either 6 a.m., 5 a.m. or play late at night. Yeah. So your whole day is shut. You can't do anything. So, like, I would definitely say uh, trying to schedule where you're comfortable at least or with people that you like so that yeah. at least you can pass the time in some sort of healthy way because yeah. it can get... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. I don't think I've had that experience, but I've seen people, it gets dark for people. Like, they don't really like the, I guess, the grind of being by yourself. and yeah, Some people love it. I mean, it worked for Josh. Not, I'm not saying that Josh loved it, but, like, Josh went to... What Egypt. Sean by himself? Well, he found a friend that he was he became close Josh with. Josh was uh, leading leading the tour like the in match wins, uh, yeah. like ITF futures and challenges and ATP yeah. and match wins. Unbelievable! That's a good stuff. <laughs> that was hype. Shout out Josh. Yeah. Six that. Also, we need to say uh, congrats and sorry to Matthew yeah. on last week. Matthew from Barbados last week qualified, got his first ATP points, and the next day got hurt, so he'll be out yeah. for a little bit, but. Um, he was a big, is a big supporter of the podcast. Watches all the good friend, good, good friend. guy. Besides um, getting us sick, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a crazy person. But um, yeah, wish you all the best, dog, and praying for you and all that. But um, hope we get back out there soon. Real. Um, so what's next, Evan, for you? Upcoming schedule. Well, uh, we're all going to 
Mexico for a 25k a future um in like a week and a half about yeah. uh so that's that'll be nice to be together at a tournament and stuff yeah. um I'm how, do you, only, how you feel about that like you haven't played features in a while no? you're gonna piss him off yeah i mean it's not ideal but in order not to do it, i should win more matches in the challenges, challenges, right? so yeah. it's my fault kind of but um but yeah it's 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 fine i'm looking forward to it yeah especially going with the guys so i mean it can work out for you like look at what zeke just did yeah. and turned out zeke went was playing challenges most I don't even know if it's mostly challenges, but played a lot of challenges yeah. and then went back to futures and couldn't lose matches if he tried and trend that man yeah, won. Yeah. Especially in doubles, he won like what two futures in a row in, in Ecuador, Ecuador and then won the first one in Trinidad, <laughs> yeah. lost final the second one. Is that That's true? what nineteen straight matches I think. He Something like won. that. Yeah. Something stupid. And like then that. barely lost the twentieth, like very close. I know it's four matches in doubles, so it would have been like Oh, it's four, okay. I think he also row, yeah. won one in Canada with Alfredo before that or something. Then probably. Maybe. I'm some were, some yeah, dumb. Yeah, some yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. And then in singles also won the Nine first week, row. final the second yeah, week. Yeah. So good trip for him. It paid huge off Huge effort. Yeah, 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 huge effort for him. So yeah. can't pay off for you. Yeah, hopefully. But it's it'll only be one week. One week and I'll, I think I'll go home for a week and then I'll play the... That timing is correct. I'll play uh, the challenger in Little Rock most likely. Okay. So uh, yeah, back okay. to the challenger. <laughs> I mean, I think what we would like for the channel is to hopefully get into the tennis community so that we can say, "Hey, Evan's playing in Little Rock." So when you see Evan in Little Rock, go and watch his matches. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if we have enough viewers for that yet. So yet. hopefully down the line, that's where we're gonna get to. Oh, uh, that's kind of the goal. And then for Justin and I. We go to Mexico for two weeks. So we'll stay for the first week with Evan and then one more week right after that. Um, how's training been for you, like preparation for it so far? It's only been, what, two days? Two days, but two good days in my opinion. Um, probably played three hours both days. I think I need to hit a lot of balls, so it's been good. Um, and it just feels good to be on the court with very specific tasks. I feel like you try your best on the road, but it's not quite the same. That's when you have uh, Chris there or whoever your coach is kind of guide you through the sessions. So, um, yeah, I feel good. And hopefully by the end of next week, I'll be feeling like I was before all the, the stuff happened with the wrist. So, um, yeah, just happy to be back and kind of put in a good little training block. How about you? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm going to hit some million volleys in the next two weeks. It does. <laughs> we yeah. playing doubles down there, no? Yeah, we're playing some doubles. Oh, just on the dubs yeah. course. It's been a long time. Uh, you going to play doubles next week? Yeah, I'm playing with Zeke next week. Oh, the boys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I don't run into Zeke again. I lost <laughs> him last week, first round. So, And he doesn't lose matches recently. Yeah, so yeah. if we do run into him, it needs the to be. self-proclaimed 15K doubles butt. <laughs> <laughs> Leveling up. <laughs> Leveling up. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Uh, like I said at the beginning, if you guys enjoy it, uh, please like and subscribe. And if you have anything that you would like to talk about, you'd like us to talk about, let us know in the comments. Evan, thanks for joining us. And we will be back next week with Zeke. So look the out for that. The Racket and String Show coming soon, I know. We'll see. I guess. And look, <laughs> out, look out for the Racket and String Show Don't coming up. Don't look out too hard, though. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching.